Hello, and welcome to this episode of In Pursuit of Why. Today, my guest is Michael Chavez, an experienced curator and founder of Native West, an experienced agency focused on cultivating safe, intentional spaces and beautiful natural areas so people feel inclined to authentically express themselves. They host experiences like pop-up discos, retreats, and festivals. Let's start with who you are. My name is Michael Jonathan Chavez. I go by many names, though. That was the name I was born with. I am an experienced curator. My goal was creating experiences to facilitate space for people to feel safe and to have the freedom to authentically express themselves in any which way they choose. I'm a world traveler and I lead my life through the heart. Your company that you started, which is what, almost about two years, is called Native Quest, which I've been to, I think, four or five events and two retreats. Can you tell us more about Native Quest? Native Quest is an experience agency. We are focused on collecting the best individuals around and describing best, not really best per se by society standards, but we're really looking for people who live with an open heart and an open mind and who are respectful of ideas and opinions outside of their own so that they can help co-create this wonderful space. We go all over the place, basically looking for the most potent natural areas that we can find that are typically untouched that allow us to create a program where we're free to express. And every retreat and every experience typically carries an intentional theme over it, whether that be healing or releasing, whether that be visualization, whether that be becoming, whatever it may be. Yeah, from the the past retreats that I've been to, it's interesting to see because it's usually a lot of people go there and they don't know anyone and it's pretty interesting to see how fast the dynamic can change. What led you to create Native Quest? Nature has always been my place of therapy. It has helped me de-stress and helped me retreat in life and helped me just come back to center. And it's been so beneficial for me. It's always been a part of my life. And what kind of started Native Quest, their initial seed in college, I was doing the same thing and I was running and leading an experience in Yosemite National Park with a group of strangers, typically just like the trip that you went on in Big Bear. And just like the trip on Big Bear, we became a big family and we started loving each other and smiling and having these wonderful, intimate conversations. It's crazy that from one idea, people outside has turned into overnight experiences and global trips. Yeah, you're starting your first global trip in June. What inspired you to seek going global? So Native Quest not only is an experience agency for everybody else, but what Native Quest really means is native, going back to your roots, discovering and becoming who you are, remembering our mission. And then the quest is this ever long journey so it becomes a lifestyle I'm also living and getting back to your roots. So it was simply just a beautiful vacation that I went on last year, going to Peru for the first time on my own with the intention of connecting past uh, being a tourist and going into more of a local mindset and being invited into their personal ceremony and their way of life. 
And they really took me into their home and took me into their philosophies and mindsets and why they think the way they do. So the decision to go to Peru was a need to develop our circle, our community, the people in Peru, I felt would be a boost into the development of the people who are really invested in the community of Native Quest. You touched on faith. Were you always a spiritual or was it a progression or was there a defining moment in your life that caused you to become very rooted in religion? I grew up in a religious household and my family is very religious, but I think, you know, I never really had that personal intimate relationship myself with the higher creator, with God, with Jesus, with the acknowledging the Holy Spirit. But despite not having that intimate relationship myself and living in a very earthly lifestyle for a long time, like alcohol, drugs, I always knew that God was real. But there was a, a turning point in my life where you know, this earthly path that just became a bit too destructive and took me to one of many rock bottoms. I was forced because of a DUI to go to AA to, to do all of that, which is crazy to think about because like I haven't touched alcohol in over three years now, but I had to go to AA instead of AA because I didn't want to acknowledge that I was an alcoholic. I, I went to celebrate recovery instead. And with Celebrate Recovery, it's basically this, it's where addicts go to worship and praise God and turn their life around. And I got to see society's criminals, basically, heroin addicts, uh, <laughs> prostitutes, pimps, all sorts of people in the same room crying and praising God. And I, I wanted that transformation for myself. So I decided to baptize myself in January 1st, 2019 decided that I was going to include God, my creator and the Holy Spirit in every decision that I made from here on out. And the, that decision alone has changed my life. Do you think that the trials and tribulations that you faced in your life, do you think that if you hadn't experienced those, that you wouldn't be on this path of going out into nature? Or do you think that you would just be doing this regardless. I think I've always known that I was going to be in nature in some way, some shape or form. But the hardships that I had to face through these trials and errors and this path and this road that I've reluctantly have chose to live has allowed me to deep dive in some of the darker places in this world. And I realized that I'm not through this Native Quest brand. I'm not just a nature guide here. I am also someone who guides people in life. And because of my past and the dark roads that I've taken, I've experienced a lot of the earthly pathways. And now that I bring people into my space and I hold space for them, I'm now able to passionately empathize with these individuals because I've lived a taste of their lifestyle and I can hold space for them in a very deep way. Because this Native Quest stuff that we do now is not just going in nature and ooing and aahing at the beautiful sites, but like we're deep diving into some of our traumas through facilitation, breathwork, meditation, visualization, all these different things. 
So now I've just become, you know, an aspect of my guiding is just basically being myself and showing people, hey, you can come out the other side. Yeah, I'm definitely, I mean, seeing how freeing it is to be at a Native Quest event, it's very interesting to see how no matter what someone is dealing with in their personal life, whether it be drug abuse or trouble at home or relationship issues or anything, everyone gets in a mindset that is so freeing. It's hard to describe. Like I can describe when we were at the silent disco, there was a moment where I peered from the top of like the mountain and was looking. I could see everyone just having fun and this is something that's going to be huge in the future, which leads me to the other fact is that you're also not just doing Native Quest. You've started other projects. How would you describe your other projects that you're working on? You know, I am a creator. I'm a creator in God's like image and I can't stop creating. So Native Quest has been a beautiful umbrella for me. And I feel like these other projects kind of lie within. But, you know, I'm a breathwork facilitator. I work at other people's retreats and their workshops. I'm also doing a silent disco concept uh, called Gorilla Dance, which is basically picking up from the 90s pop-up dance rave parties, get the address and go meet up at this amazing place in Southern California with amazing DJs, amazing friends, the freedom to be who you are. So do that. And... I got a lot of different projects going on, but basically I'm just like on this journey to learn, to develop personally, and whatever I learn and develop, I infuse into my creations and my creations being, yeah, so nonstop. Yeah. Every day I got some going on. I got some calls to make. I got some people to connect with. And that's basically what I've learned, you know, not to do it by myself, but to connect with other individuals who can help me make this dream a reality, share my dream. You did the mastermind with BC Serna. Can you touch on that experience and if it impacted any of your future like endeavors with Native Quest? BC, first of all, is this incredible heart-led leader who leads from a very vulnerable space. So he just showed me a different perspective of masculine, you know, instead of being the man who like holds his tears in, hides his emotions and, you know, stands upright. But BC just showed me another side that you can be a little more loose, free, flowing, and share tears and empathize with people in a real, in a real way. So it was really incredible. It was an amazing experience. It showed me how to open my heart and how to lead from an open heart kind of way. So now that I went through that process. I actually started leading retreats for the first time during and after that program because it made me feel comfortable leading from the heart and sharing from a deep place. Going to the first retreat and it was very opening, but then I feel after your mastermind sessions with him, it's been different because you've been able to tap into a deeper sense of why and purpose for it. Yeah. And that's basically what the pursuing purpose kind of helps you discover too, is finding your reason why, but it just helped me solidify it, helped me envision it more. And that has helped me do everything that I do as a creator, thinking of it 
visualizing it, then feeling it is literally the secret to success. So you seem like a person who has a very interesting network. If you were given the opportunity to interview, who would you interview? BC would be a good interview. Nathan Lamb is one of the most interesting people I've ever met. I still have so many questions on how he's able to live his life. And Nathan, is able a, to do. Nathan is a very interesting friend. Yeah, he is. I would interview, I've already told you some other people in the past too. Timo Bentley is like one of the most incredible individuals I've ever met in my life too. He's just like a free spirit, wild man who lives out of a van, but he's pretty successful at the life he lives. Do you think that someone in today's society that is struggling with work-life balance and everything that society puts on us, what are your top three tips for someone to unwind? There's a lot of things you could do, but some really easy ones is like simply go outside for 30 minutes. I remember I did this challenge for myself as a hundred days outside. And I spent minimum of 60 hours every single day and I was working a full-time job. I just wanted to prove to people, hey, just because you have a busy schedule like I did at that time, that you can still have fine time to go outside. So going outside gives you the space to breathe, gives you some open air to really think. Exercise is also very important in my life. It allows me to burn excess energy, to allow me to really consolidated all the thoughts that I have in my head and to focus and so breath work has been a daily ritual of mine every morning and I spend about anywhere from five minutes if I don't have the time to like 30 minutes doing some breath work and you can simply type in the Wim Hof method on YouTube and just do that I did that for a year straight before diving into anything else and I did that every day and uh, it's changed my life so I, I think those are some really easy things that anybody can tap into and really benefit their well-being. And if people want to stay updated on future retreats, future events, silent discos that you're holding, what are the best handles to follow? Instagram at NativeQuest is the best place to follow. Well, Michael, you're very interesting. I think people are going to love this episode if they are not only struggling to find their purpose, but also as a stepping stone to a better, more fulfilled life. I'm very grateful to call you a close friend and a confidant and for the amazing trips that I've gone on with you. So thank you for all that. I mean, once you have tribe and once you have community, then, you know, we're just a mobile unit. You know, we're separated. We have our own lives, but we stay connected to our own individuality. So really happy to be tethered to your soul and to have the opportunity to express my life and my thoughts on this podcast and this platform. And... If anyone wants to go to the next upcoming experience, then we're going to Utah the beginning of June. So hit us up on there. It might be another spot open for you. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, no problem, brothers.